Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, it's a good show today. Uh, Zara Social Media's on. Uh, we've got Scott Phillips on to break down the budget. Uh, and, um, and of course we're going to break down, uh, I guess kind of what, uh, new St. Kilda coach Ross Lyon says, says a lot of silly things and you tell me what words they are and like why they're not used anymore. I also had an amazing find at the shop saving me, uh, tens of dollars, I can't say hundreds, but it's tens of dollars, but then they immediately left my possession. Yeah. Oh, I do want to know more about that. Like the more about why it ended mm. up costing you. Put in tomorrow's show, okay? Because uh, you do briefly mention it, but I feel like it needs more, um, <laughs> needs more story. Uh, but first, guys, we'll kick it off uh, with Ben Harvey. Uh, look, Perth Airport got shut down, so we've got to talk about that. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> It's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. New headlines. Perth Airport was evacuated yesterday, causing chaos after there was a fire scare. Allegedly, someone in the staff kitchen burnt a pizza. I'll tell you what, that's going to cost them a lot of dough. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, there was a big evacuation. Yeah, my parents were stuck on the tarmac for an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, a lot of like miners and stuff and like headland and stuff can get home and... Of course, you know the Headland Airport. Oz, 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 oz. Too much. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Uh, sh- <laughs> shoe company Adidas has cut ties with hip-hop star Kanye West over hateful comments, particularly aimed at the Jewish community. He'll probably end up siding with Nike, where they'll change their slogan to, just don't do that. Nice. Thanks. It's funny, because uh, you know who the founder of Adidas was? Who? Adolf Dassler. Really? Yep. Nice. <laughs> Is that why it's called that? Yeah, his nickname was Addy, and so it's Addy Das. That's really weird. So he was Addy Hitler? Uh, no, it wasn't Hitler. No, not him, but like you would oh, call Adolf, him Addy. Yeah, Adolf's nickname would have been Addy. That's wild. Yeah, little Addy Hitler. Uh, and finally, uh, the budget has been released where it will see parental leave extended, cheaper childcare, and fee free TAFE. Uh, we might not have got massive tax cuts, but at least we can get more haircuts. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where you learn to be like a hairdresser. Yeah. A type. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will find out more about the budget uh, a little bit later on with the great Scott Phillips comes on the show. And I'm, try- I'm trying to understand it. Yeah, I'm trying to break it down. It's difficult. Tax incentives for electric cars? I mean, that's good. That's Tesla. good. Yeah. I, uh, I took the wife to work rather than just leave her the car and oh. then I went hunting for a bargain. It's time for all you little bin chickens to dive into Michael's Bargain Bin. Join the Facebook group Michael's Bargain Bin to brag and boast about all your bargain finds. Shopping. Good. I thought you meant another wife. No, no. Oh, uh, they're never a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and boy did I clean up. Okay, let me walk you through what I got. Yep. I got a Latina. What? A, a Latina. See, you can see why <laughs> I was confused. Pumpkin ricotta basil lasagna was $17. Is it actually called Latina or is that the brand? Yeah, the brand is Latina. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, was $17, now $8.50. Huge. Wow, that's a good one. I got a 500 gram pack of stir fry chicken pre cut. Yeah. That's always the fancy stuff. Was $9.68, yeah. now 
a dollar ninety three. A dollar ninety three. A dollar ninety three. It expires. Yeah, yesterday. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Super Crunch lettuce pack was four dollars fifty. Now two dollars seventy because okay. I had to have something to go with the chicken. Yeah. Uh, and Pitta Pockets was two dollars forty. Now just twenty four cents. Oh, uh, that is that is the Jerry Hall. We love we love when you can pull off something like that. That so, is that's a good one. The full total would have been thirty three dollars fifty eight. I got it for thirteen dollars thirty seven. Savings of twenty dollars twenty one, so sixty percent savings. I mean, mate, that is why you are the bargain bin Laden. Like that's that's quality. And then with that twenty dollars that I saved, yeah, I had to pay a taxi because I locked myself out of the house and couldn't go pick up my wife after work. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm actually fifteen dollars in the red. You had a taxi? Yeah, it cost thirty five bucks. Because she was in, like, a nearby town. Wait, why couldn't she just get a taxi home? She did, but I have to pay her for it because she blamed me. Oh, uh, <laughs> what, um, what time is this? Uh, this was, like, after five o'clock. I sat in my garage for an hour oh. waiting, waiting for said taxi. Like, I know I hate you, but, like, I could have I could have helped. I would have done it for ten. Gross, <laughs> <laughs> as a married man, I thought I'd bring to you a trend that I've just made, been made aware of called honey trapping. If you like pina coladas, because it's about married couples or relationships that maybe there's a person that doesn't trust the other person as much. Or, you know, say the relationship is training and you're pretty confident. But until you have a game day, you don't know how they're yeah. going to perform. It's the classic test. So they will uh, employ someone to entice the other person yeah. and then report back. I have heard of this. Have you? Yeah. You, you don't? I, no. <laughs> I have no need to, uh, to test my wife. Because you didn't meet. No, no, but not even that. Your wife wouldn't do it to you because you'd be, you'd be immediately immediately alarmed because you'd be like, mm, someone's like hitting on me. This that, is not right. Actually, that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> without, a, without a shred of a lie, I'd yeah. be like, why are you talking to me? This is weird. No one talks to yeah, me. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> no, but it is becoming a thing. Do you know anyone who's ever done it? No. I feel I feel like in high school, there were like a few of these shenanigans of like, I'm going to message them and then mm. and see if they respond to me because they're supposed to be going out with her. Like, mm. it's like it's very juvenile. Yes. Uh, do you Have m- you encountered a, a honey trap? I, I believe I told you about one two years ago. Do you remember I had the, um, that one, that one partner? Yeah. Um, you guys all know the one, if you're a, <laughs> a long time listener of the show. Uh, and um, a note was left on my car. That's yeah. right. So was that a trap? That was. Right. I thought it was like shenanigans. <laughs> and your boy radio, mate, yeah. not his first radio, yeah. fell for that straight away. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, you might be a little bit upset because footy, uh, isn't on, although there's been some big off-season moves. Oh, uh, stops. One importantly, uh, the return of St Kilda coach Ross Lyon to St Kilda. Now, we got to experience him in, in Fremantle, being the Fremantle head coach. And look, you know me, I, I, I thoroughly dislike 
Ross Lyon. I just, <laughs> in the media, he's okay. As a coach, I don't know. I just hate him because he just seems like he just hates being there. He hates that you're there. Like He's like, oh, what do you want to know? And it's like, mate, you're at a press conference. They're the press. They want to ask uh, questions and have a conference. And he's like, oh, okay. Like He may as well just say that. In fact, I think he does. But one thing I didn't notice was how many like one-liner perlers he actually yeah. has. And he's a little honey badger. He's a funny guy. Yeah. And look, I've got uh, a little clip of all of his uh, past press conference one-liners. Look, one, one swallow doesn't make a summer, does it? But I thought there was a bit to like in there. Probably seeping out on us, probably bees to the honeypot a bit. Well, I think he just let the cobblers do the cobbling. Working diligently and assiduously and intently and ability to transition the ball uh, in a productive way out of centre back. It's just our anus, hor- anus horribilis, isn't it? It's all noise, it's all hyperbole. And as I said, it's got more froth than theranos. No one likes losing it, isn't it? Anything. I, I play with a 10 year old son, I want to beat him in marbles, so. <laughs> Is that man doing word of the day? Uh, he, what did he throw in there? There was some good stuff around Anis Horribilis. Uh, it's not what you think. What is it? Uh, it means, like, horrible year, like, worst year. Why didn't you say that? Because, like, that, that's, the, that's the phrase. Is it? Yeah. What, like, with kings in medieval times? There are a few words in there that I don't recognise. But, like, a beast of the honeypot, that's a classic one in footy. That means, like, you're, you're getting sucked into the contest. Yeah. Uh, it, what else? Did, one summer... One swallow doesn't make a summer. That's a classic saying as yeah. well. Cobbles, cobble, cobble. I've, I haven't heard. Let the cobblers cobble. Yeah, you could you could insert that for anything. Let the sparky spark. That's true. You know, let the builders build. Yeah, is 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 that what you mean, Ross? Oh, I, just, look, it's I, gonna, I do love it. It's going to be a long year. <laughs> it could be an Addis Horribilis. <laughs> if you want to be across what your kids are doing online, then you need the one and only Adrian Alleberg. Quello. There he is. Hey. The czar of social media himself, Adrian Alleberg, back to break down the wild world of TikTok. Mate, how is uh, how is the TikTok universe looking? The TikTok universe is looking good. It's, well, it's just it's big and confusing and there's a lot going on at any given time. So it's an exciting place to be. Do you think you get the trends as quick as anybody? Or do you often like, are like, oh, that one's been around for ages? Oh, look, I, I've got like certain accounts that will sort of summarize it a little bit. So I kind of look at a few of them and I get what's sort of trending right now. I try and go for the, the most recent. But the thing is, there's so many people on TikTok. Actually, I believe it was uh, two or three days ago, it overtook Google as the most used website on the internet. Wow. Really? That's insane. Yes, it, over, it, it actually overtook Google. So this is what I mean. Everyone, everyone's there. Um, and there's just so many different niches that these trends popping up everywhere. It's quite hard to keep up with them, you know? So we try and get here at uh, SAR of Social Media Industries, we try and keep uh, you informed and keep you up to abreast with all the, the most recent, you know? Yeah, speaking of breasts, we've got three of them. Uh, we've got <laughs> one ready for you to fondle. <laughs> Sounds like Taylor Swift. Some Taylor Swift. Is that new Taylor Swift? Yes. So that is that is fresh off the press. Taylor Swift. Yes. Um, so this song is called uh, Antihero, um, and it's basically you post something that is no one else's fault but your own. Okay. 
Yep. So that's, you know, the, the line there, it's me, I'm the one, and it's me. So basically, that often often girls be using this, something like, you know, when I ignore everyone that shows interest, but then complain about being single. Um, so it's, it's basically when that person is trying to blame someone else for the problem with them, you know? Ah. Uh, would it work for me locking myself out of the house yesterday? I had to sit in the garage for an hour. I mean, no one's questioning that that was your fault. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely you, yes. All right, next up, we got this one. And oh, my God. Why did you do that? That seems like it has a similar vibe of like a, someone doing something they shouldn't. Yes, yes. So the original video of that is uh, like this little girl who's just, I think she's just made a mess. She's playing with play. She's playing with something, yep. and it's just all over her. And she just she's an absolute mess. And her mum has come up and be like, "Why do you do that?" And she looks up. She's like, "I don't know." So basically, this is a situation where you did something that you really shouldn't have, you know. And so a lot of them are like, "Oh, when I came home after drinking and ate two whole pizzas, you know." So it's like <laughs> the next morning shame. It's like, "Oh no, why did I do that?" <laughs> I'd never be ashamed of that. That's impressive. <laughs> and finally, I, I, this uh, No, yeah, go on. Go on. What's what's going on this there? Is pretty wholesome. Yeah, it sounds pretty wholesome. This is um this is kind of paired with an effect, and it looks like a spirit or, or like a like a cloud or something is around your body. But it's called like leaving my body. So it's like the fill in the it's sort of like the blank leaving my body when blank, right? So for example, uh, people will do this, and there's, there's two ways of doing this. Uh, there's ironically, right? So uh, someone will be like the anxiety leaving my body when someone says. Hey, bro, just calm down. You know? oh. So it's like, oh, yeah, like that's really going to work, basically. So that's the, the kind of ironic way. But then there's the unironic where it's like my memory's leaving my body in an argument when my partner asks for examples. You know what I mean? Where right. it's like, oh, they, yeah. Does that happen to you? All the time. I'm like, you do this all the time. And I'm like, and she should be like, oh, give me an example. And I just blank. I got nothing. Uh, here I am, just deer in the headlights. Okay, you've won this. Dancing did... away the memories from your body. Did I see just yeah, now, yeah. now that we're on that, did I see that, did your partner make just her side of the bed? <laughs> yes. That, that has been my most popular video in about four months. <laughs> I, so she goes to work, right? She has an actual job. Yeah, um, yeah. And so she goes to work, and I'm like, oh, yeah, have a nice day. I go back into the bedroom. I see her half of the bed beautifully made up, cushions and little throw rugs. My side of the bed exactly as I left it. Oh, mate. I cannot wait to see your single TikTok soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the problem. It's me, as Taylor Swift would say. You know, boys? We love our anti-hero. <laughs> the czar of social media. Great stuff, mate. Thank you, guys. Follow Adrian Alberg across all your socials, particularly TikTok. And probably Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder soon. Coming to Tinder soon. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Bye, boys. Blam, Mitchell and Weigel, and joining us on the line now is a man who knows money inside and out, the motley fool himself, Scott Phillips. Welcome, mate. Oh, boys, now, g'day. Look, we need to talk about the biggest talking point, which was... Where were you? The weekend. Where were oh, you right, yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I was glued to the television. I am one of those absolute finance nerds who loves the hell out of the budget. You know what? So it's first it's the numbers thing, right? Which is cool. The other thing, I, and this is really super nerdy, right? And a bit Pollyanna, but go with me. 
it actually is the time where we get to kind of see democracy in action properly, right? We get to see someone stand up and say, yeah. this is how I'm going to spend your tax money. This is what I'm going to take off you. And here's why. And I, I don't know. I, I know it's political. I know it's all often rubbish. Just something cool about the fact it has to be done and, and we get to see it. Yeah, but speak, that's just me. Speaking of political, uh, you <laughs> completely handballed my question of why'd you ghost this yesterday? Was it, was it, were you that busy with the budget? Oh, you mean yesterday during the day? Yeah. Yes. No. I, yes. No. I, you know what? I was actually at a board meeting, oh. and uh, the phone the, the phone was on silent. Just amateur hour, complete oh. amateur hour. I just Sorry, imagine boys. you like stopping the uh. Commonwealth Bank boss. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just gotta. I do imagine it's I your. The better, it should be a better excuse, right? Like oh, I was in, I was in the budget lockup, and I was talking to the prime minister. And look, he asked for my advice, and I said, "Look, I talked to the boys." He said, "No, I need you right now, Scott." So that's actually what happened. You good, good point. That's the truth. I imagine it's like your grand final, though, budget. Night. Yeah, we, uh, we did. We pretty close. We honestly, we gave you like a, a pass because we're like, look, he's probably so busy with like sunrise and, and other other places. But it is your grand Very final. Yes. Uh, what what are the, the result? Yeah. What are the takeaways? So this is a goodish budget. Um, for, for a grand final, it was kind of like the AFL grand final this year where by quarter time you thought, oh, that's an anticlimax, isn't it? So that's kind of the, that's kind of the story, right? Th- this time around, the, the economy is in, in a bit of trouble. We know that. We've talked about that before. And so the treasurer kind of had his hands pretty much both tied behind his back. He couldn't spend any money because if he did, he risked pushing inflation higher, and that was a problem. He ducked the hard decisions about raising any more taxes or doing anything differently on that angle. So what you kind of get is this nip and tuck budget where there's a bit of money here, there's a bit of money taken away from there. Uh, they, they undid some of the coalition's last budget because, you know, that was political, but this one's political as well because they got to fund their programs rather than the other guys' programs. Um, so not a whole lot going on. Good to see money for paid parental leave being extended. Uh, giving parents a chance to spend a bit more time at home with a newborn is, is a really good thing. Same with childcare. Uh, paying a bit more for childcare means more women, primarily blokes as well, but more women primarily get to enter the workforce. The government's going to pay more of that, more places being generated. Those are all really, really good things. But they were, they were kind of reasonably small spending because there just wasn't much money to go around. The government had to be really, really careful not to make inflation worse. Um, the big, I think the biggest thing, honestly, other than the spending, was Treasury's forecasts. And, and that was some pretty sobering reading. So economic growth is going to be 1.5% next financial year. Only a few months ago, that was going to be 2.5%. So a really big cut there. Unemployment's going to tick up a little bit. Wages are going to lag inflation for another two years. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. So prices are going up faster than wages for at least the next couple of years before going back. Um, and inflation is going to hit seven and three quarter percent by the end of this year before starting to come down. So look, that was I, I, considering what the treasury would like us to focus on. I think the most interesting part of it was actually just those treasury forecasts telling us what they expect the economy to be like over the next few years. Is there anything in particular we should do? Like the tax is going from 32.5% to 30%. What do we do with the 2%? So that won't start until 2024. This is the stage three tax cuts that the Libs legislated and Labor supported, by the way. It was bipartisan through Parliament and they both took it to the last election. There was some speculation that the government would reverse some of that for the highest income earners, particularly those on more than 180 grand. They didn't do that. But as I said, it doesn't come in until June 2024. So they could do it next year or even the year after if they wanted to. I wouldn't start spending that money just yet. I think there's a pretty good chance that they'll roll back some of that, particularly for the highest income earners. I think they'll probably leave the low and middle income earners alone, uh, partly because it's political, partly because they'll feel like they deserve something given inflation. 
Uh, so that's going to be a little while yet. There really wasn't that much in in the budget. There's nothing to spend. There's no extra money in, in back pockets. The stuff that was was kind of added to was things that let us get back into the workforce, use childcare, use paid parental leave. The cost of PBS medicines has been capped at 30 bucks, so that's a positive as well. Um, but these were really nip and tuck kind of things. Honestly, for most people, you wake up this morning and go, Huh, what budget? And then kind of get on with your life. Well, that's the thing. So on a scale of one to the having mm. the UK Prime Minister have to step down, <laughs> where do we sit on this budget? Can, can I tell you, that the, the best thing about the budget was we didn't have a UK-style implosion. So that, that, that's a win in itself. Yeah. We're in very strange times when just not being the Poms is, is a good thing. It was about a seven or seven and a half out of ten. It was a Ooh, very nice. workmanlike budget. If you're a cricket fan, I, I kind of talk about it being the – it played a very good opening stint. It was the opener. He went in, he played a straight bat, no risky shots, took the shine off the ball, not scoring a lot of runs. You know, you're happy to finish the first session at none for 80 but you're not exactly setting the world on fire, and that's probably about what we got this time. A Justin Langer budget. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a Bill Laurie one if you're a little bit older. It was, it was a pretty boring one. I'm looking forward to the Chris Lynn one, you know, where he just runs <laughs> down the field. The Stoin. Exactly. <laughs> we, we might get that next year. We'll see how we go. Great stuff as always, Scott. If you want more of The Motley Fool, grab the podcast or on Listener as well as the Good Oil podcast to hear more of Scott. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Of course we were. Did you, did you mean to say that? <laughs> Thanks, mate. Bye, boy. 8.25 on Triple M. Good times. Greatest hits. New sport weather on the way. One of the biggest news pieces in sport in recent times is Ross Lyon back as the coach of St Kilda. Yep. And everyone remembers that Ross the boss can be very frosty indeed when it comes to a press conference. Either refusing to sort of answer questions or just using like big words that no one knows. So in honour of that, today we're going to play a little bit of lingo. Bingo! Uh, using words that I feel only Ross Lyon would bring up. And that these words these words are effectively dead. We don't use them anymore. Okay. I'm going to put them in like a press conference style Ross Lyon sentence. Mm. And you try and figure out what he would be saying. West Coast contender. A West Coast contender. Yeah, like they're not that. We don't use right, them Yeah, so they're real bottom of the barrel. A North Melbourne of a word. Yep. Uh, so... He'd go like, oh, uh, that moment when uh, when uh, Jack Steele had, had his bloody pants pulled down. I just want to tell you what, we were kenching. <laughs> we were kenching in the coach's box. Oh, <laughs> bloody, as as loud as you like, we could not stop kenching. 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 Oh, that last little bit. I would have said, like, cringing until you said we couldn't stop kenching. I'd say laughing. Man. Correct. Uh, right. To kench is to laugh loudly. Uh, and man, it, you like and so loudly that it's like like obnoxiously so a wow. Ross Lyon laugh, if you will. Uh, and then uh, Ross, they'd be like uh, the interviewers would be like, "Oh, Ross, uh, how do you think about uh, that player with that uh, that striking action?" I t- he goes, I, t- "I tell you what, it was like it was like Alistair Clarkson out there. That kid has some real sanguinellancy, real sanguinellancy. You just can't stop him. Like a white line fever, he just gets out there. And geez, mate." Oh, he's like a bloody MMA fighter. Real sanguinellancy. Uh, what is sanguinellancy? Up until the last one, very confused again. Is it aggression? It is. Uh, I was going to say confidence. I'll give you like it, it's yeah. It's more like aggression because it is specifically addiction to bloodshed. Really? Yes, because sanguine meaning blood. We still do use that, but we don't use sanguinellancy. Geez, that sounds like something you'd put in your tuna bake. <laughs> and uh, finally, Ross would be like, oh, uh, "Ross, uh, how are you finding it being back in the uh, being back in the coach's box?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I love it. it's a great time, and you, you know, coaching never leaves you." But I tell you what, the the uh, 
the training sessions are a bit bit tough now that I'm a bit of a jollux. Uh, oh. You know, I've been uh, been out of the game for a while. I'm a little, little bit of a jollux. Oh, a little what? bit of a jollux. A jollux is someone that doesn't know what they're doing. Incorrect. Because oh. remember, he said he said being in the coach's box is great, but being at the training is tough because he's a jollux. He is a slightly portly man. He's a little bit of a fatty man now. A jollux. A jollux. Uh, no, Old-fashioned a... word for someone who is uh, put on a few kegs. Oh. Uh, Clive Palmer is a jollux, you might say. So, uh, Stewie Jew, bit of a jollux. HR won't get me in trouble when they'll be like, what did you call Michael Ross? <laughs> Alex. And here he is now, young Alex Hasty, the birthday boy, 21, mate. Congratulations. Thank you. Can't believe I've made it this far. Oh, well, neither could we. No, neither could we. <laughs> you can't decide what shirt to wear in the morning. You've made it this far. Uh, you went on a bit of a trip. That was your big celebration. You flew off to Melbourne for a getaway. And uh, how how was the, the holiday? It was good. It, uh, Melbourne had good weather for once, which was surprising. It barely rained, and um, we avoided any flooding over east, so it was pretty lucky. Nice. Did you use a random generator on which city you'd go to? <laughs> no, but I'm kind of thinking I should do that for my next holiday. Now... We know that picking food can be quite difficult, and Melbourne is, like, known for having so many places to eat. How could you possibly decide? Well, I was there with a couple other people, so if I could, I would shift choices onto them. But the first night when we got there, I had to choose where we were going to eat. So I went onto TripAdvisor for this one and just chose the top restaurant that was in the cheap eats price range, and we went there. If it was something you didn't really yeah. want to eat, are you still letting it decide? Uh, for, I don't know. Maybe. Depends. <laughs> there's, so, there's some foods that I'm just not really a fan of overall, so I probably wouldn't go to that sort of place. But if it was something that I just didn't feel like but I would eat, I'd probably still go there. Now, we know the generator exists for you to pick a T-shirt yep. in the morning, um, but does that have a knock-on effect when it comes to packing for a holiday? Do you use the generator to generate all of your luggage? Yeah, well, uh, so when I'm choosing like my T-shirts and stuff when I'm going away, I'll use the generator to pick which ones I'm, I'm packing. But then once I also arrive at my holiday and in the morning when I'm choosing what to wear, I'll generate a number again to pick out of the already what? generated That's, T-shirts. What? <laughs> it's double handling. What, what happens if you just don't like the t-shirts or is it it's all like it doesn't matter what shirt you enjoy them all yeah pretty much i don't have too many clothes but what if it's an absolute clash like what if your pants and your shirt do not go together but that's what the generator said all my pants are black Mm. so that never happens and all my shoes in neutral colors now I hear you also did a bit of gambling responsibly while you were away. How did that go? Because they are, in a way, a generator. Yeah, well, um, I went with some friends to gamble responsibly. And um, we went in with some strategies on how we could win. And we were planning on getting back to our hotel with a helicopter. Yes. But um, (laughs) we ended up taking the free tram back. Uh. Uh, So things didn't quite go to plan. Did you try to do card counting? No, but I've thought about it before. I think it, I reckon we could do it. It's just um, how long until we get kicked out? Because you you do have a bit of Rain Man about you. Like... 
Alex, uh, happy birthday, mate. Uh, 21. Thanks for jumping on. Thank you. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.